I guess his man cave is what he called it. <laughs> his man cave. <laughs> Every man's got to have a man cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're probably live. Here I am yakking away. I'm just checking, checking with the, yeah, I think we're live. Hello, 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 hello. G'day, g'day, everybody. Lovely to be with you all again. Welcome to another live session in the Inner Sanctum online sessions. And look who's in the house, our very special guest teacher, Sheila Seppi. Welcome, Sheila. Thanks, Lauren. <laughs> really <Lauren>. really <laughs> happy house over there. <laughs> so I've just been chatting to Sheila about what we're going to talk about today because there's so much to talk about. And many of you, well, everyone online, everyone on Zoom knows who Sheila is, but for people that are probably watching live or that will watch this later, you might not know Sheila's story. So we're going to go very briefly into Sheila's story because it is an amazing story. It's absolutely amazing. But then we're going to get into other things. Let me tell you a little bit about Sheila. So Sheila Seppi is a soul exchange walk-in, a soul who has agreed to switch places with a soul that already inhabited the body, the natal soul, and uh, come in to uh, a body that was, you know, not as a baby. Sheila's essence entered the body of a 38-year-old mother of three children. She is the founder of the Galactic Alliance, Conscious Awakening Network, Cosmic Conversations, and the founder of Spirit Way Wellness in Eagle Vale, Colorado. Sheila facilitates healings, groups, events, and is gathering the star seeds and the light worker family across the planet to come together to support each other and expand and accelerate and expand. I'm looking for a bit of the, the message of the light weavers. Her mission here is to be a way shower for humanity, helping people to spiritually awaken and evolve. Sheila is the author, is an author, speaker, multi-dimensional life coach, regression therapist, healer, event and podcast host. And so let's go into the for people that don't understand the walk-in business do you want to just explain to people sure. what that was like you know briefly what that was like because if you want to go hear Sheila's story in more depth I've actually interviewed Sheila a couple of times and she's been into the inner sanctum we've gone over it and she's been on many other podcasts talking about it but we'll just go into it ever so briefly today so for me it was one of these events that had it not happened to me i would not have believed that it was possible because i knew nothing about walk-ins had never heard the word walk-ins had never read a metaphysical book was in my nice little box and i liked it that way although i was a very very sick person and i think that was because i was in such a, a tight box in a dysfunctional marriage etc and so one of the things that um you know, was kind of the wake up call was when the walk in came in. And basically what occurred to me is I went to bed a very, very sick person. And what seemed to be like seven o'clock in the morning, it felt like somebody reached down, grabbed me by the hair of the head, pulled me bolt right up in bed. And then it was like lightning was running through my body. And I don't know how long I was in that space, but I was in a white space. And I didn't have people talking to me or working on me. There was nothing. It was just peace and love and joy. And had I had my way, I would have probably stayed in that space because for the first time in forever, I was not in pain. 
And I just felt this beautiful wash of peace coming over me. And so the next thing I know, however, you know, I'm back in my body and my peripheral vision started coming in and then my frontal vision. And I'm just sitting there looking around the room like, uh, what happened? Because uh, I had no idea. I remembered everything that had just occurred. But the crazy thing was just almost immediately, it was like all this past life memories came through. Now, I didn't even believe in past lives before I went to bed. I thought it was a bunch of hooey, honestly. I did not uh, ever study anything that was non-traditional. And so uh, when I had all these healing modalities flooding through my head and information about how to heal the body, that freaked me out also because I'd never studied it. And then I had all this universal information, for a lack of better terms, just kind of swirling around. A lot of it, I'm still <laughs> 23 years later, I'm finding the framework to even begin to talk about that because nobody was talking about some of the things I was talking about and people thought I was crazy. So within my circle, I learned very quickly that I needed to not talk about what had happened. But I also learned in my circle that my circle went whoosh and just fell apart because there was no vibrational resonance with any of those people. So within three months of being a walk-in, I had left the marriage. Um, within another three months, I had taken a job in another state. And it was during that time that I found my first spiritual teacher who I went to see, not as a spiritual teacher, but she was a spiritual counselor. And spiritual felt good because I had been in that religious box. And then also the counselor felt good. My background was psychology and I was convinced I was having a psychological break. I was having disassociative disorder, the whole nine yards, because I'd never had people talking to me that I could hear audibly telling me things like, oh, now go do this, go do that. And if I followed those voices, everything was great. I was also seeing people and I knew things. So my clairaudience, clairsentience, you know, everything, all the clairs came online at once. And for somebody that had never had any of those experiences, it was rocking my world. Of course, now I still have them, but it's just, you know, it's integrated. It's part of life and it's not a big deal. But back then it was like everything all at one time. And so when I went to see her, I made an appointment because I was convinced I was having a psychotic break. And, you know, we did all the assessments and she asked me all the questions. And it's like, you know, I, I, I'm not picking that up. I'm sorry, you know, because I, I honestly also thought she would write me a prescription. I could take a little blue pill. Life would go back to normal. Little did I know that would never happen. <laughs> so, you know. She helped me to actually get integrated because not only was she a psychologist, she also um, and she had her doctorate in psychology and she would had a big practice in Berkeley and blah, blah, blah. But 
what she had turned to was her Native American roots. And she had been asked by Chief uh, Dan Ivahima of the Hopi tribe when he was still alive to take the teachings of the people out because he said the Hopi were a dying nation. And so I began to study with her shamanism. And it was there that I really got anchored into the body because for the first time I was learning, oh, this is the upper world experience. Oh, these people are my spirit guides. Oh, that's not a big deal. Oh, I'm going to the underworld. Oh, oh, oh. So I had a framework for everything that was happening. And I began to feel, well, <laughs> as much as you could, I began to feel normal again because I had that framework. And I was supported by people who really got me, even though I didn't get myself. And yes, I knew I was a walk in, but I didn't really grasp what that truly meant. And I had to grow into that. And so one of the things that began to happen is every time that I would make a move, like once we moved to Colorado, I opened up my business, everything was going just fine. And then I started hearing go bigger. You know, and the first time that happened to me, I just about jumped out of my skin. I went, and the class, what's wrong? And I don't know, I may have said, oh, there's a mouse or a spider or, you know, something, because I didn't want to say, oh, I just heard my guide standing right here telling me to go bigger. So I thought he, they were telling me to go bigger. So I started studying more healing modalities and then everything would be fine. I'd hear go bigger again. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I'm supposed to open my practice to have more people to come in. So I did that. And then I kept hearing go bigger. Then I started having events, go bigger. Then I started having huge events on our property, go bigger. Then they wanted me to write this book that I wrote, Walk-Ins, Cosmology to the Soul. And I thought, okay, phew, and there was a lot to get me to that point. But, you know, I thought, OK, this is it. They want me to write the book. All is good. I'm going bigger. I got it. No, that wasn't it either. So then the next thing I heard was go bigger. And they wanted me to put together a conference. It's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Now I'm going to put this together. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to be talking about walk-ins to, you know, a larger audience. Great. So I did. That's where I met Don and uh, several other people. But the reality of it was, that's not what they were talking about either. So even after that event, I heard go bigger. And they said that I had to start pulling everyone together because I was trying to individually answer every response that came into me from every walk-in that had heard me on Portal to Ascension or had heard me on an interview. And I was just like, I was ragged. So it's like, I, I can't do this. And so that's how the Wish Alliance came into being because I was talking with Phil Gruber. I think, you know, a lot of people know Phil. So I was talking to Phil and it's like, Phil, I want to start this walk-in organization, blah, blah, blah. Well, by the time it was all said and done, I wanted a cool acronym. We came up with WISH, Walk-Ins, Indigos, Starseeds, and Hybrids. And so then we expanded and started bringing on other speakers. And I started doing Cosmic Conversations on Thursday nights. But then, and it was supposed to be once a month. Then it was twice a month. Then it was every week. Then it was on Mondays and Thursdays every week. So I still have those two shows that I do every week. Plus, I do a show of my own on Fridays at noon. All that having been said and done, that continued to grow. And I thought, this is it. 
my grow, go bigger. I got it. So now we got this organization. We're reaching out to a lot of people. And then the next thing is like, you've got to reach out to more people. You have to go bigger. And I'm like, look, I have done everything you've told me. I have learned all these modalities. I've done it because I'm a whiner with my guides. Yes, I am. So it's just like, look, I've done everything you've said. I don't know what else to do. I have no clue what you're talking to me about. You're real. I'm willing to do the work, but you just have to show me what you want. And they did. And within two days, I had a contact from a guy who said, you know, I do these um, apps where you can go on. You could put Cosmic Conversations on Roku, Amazon, Apple TV. I'm like, oh, that's going bigger. Cool. So I thought that was it. And I was working with him. And then it was like, but wait a minute. I don't want to do this by myself. I want other people. So I said, hey, could I bring other people on with me? And they're like, no, we just do the single apps. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, come on. So anyway, I kept hammering and kept hammering. Finally, it's like, okay, look, you organize them. I work with you and nobody else. And you take care of everything to get everything organized. And I'll just be the end result. And I'm like, got it. And that was great. And that worked really well for a while. We were on Roku, Amazon, Apple TV. We had our website. We had um, our phone apps. And then we blew up the system because we started growing so much bigger than really what they were capable of handling. Plus, there were other things they were telling me, go add this, do this, do that. And I'm like, oh, man, we can't do it on our current platform. So I have groups now that I work with literally all over the world that build different apps, that maintain services, that help me keep everything going. And we now have grown into what's called the Conscious Awakening Network. And this is basically a multimedia platform that also is an educational forum and community for people. And so we just kept growing and adding more components, more components. I have two more, which I can't say anything about yet, but I've got two more that we're going to do hopefully by the end of the year, maybe into January. But then I'm finished. I think, <laughs> uh, you know, keep your fingers crossed for me. But um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I'm really excited uh, about the Conscious Awakening Network because that going bigger didn't mean that I had to do everything. Yeah. It's just I had to give voice to a lot of other people because some people may really levitate towards the vibrational frequency I put out. Or they may levitate towards Karen, or they may levitate towards Don, or they may levitate towards Shirley. You just never know what somebody's, you know, vibration is about. And so by offering them a plethora of information, it's really the universe at their fingertips. You know, everybody can find something. And I think we have enough diversity and we're continuing to bring people on. So we have enough diversity that the vibrational frequency that we're all putting out, number one, is creating synergy in the hopes of sparking spiritual awakenings or supporting people already on their path. But we're sure that we're going to get somebody somewhere, you know, somebody 
is going to resonate with that person. So I'd love to show you kind of where we are right now with well, this hang project. On. Before we get there, before we yeah. get there, <laughs> I've got a couple of questions about the walk-in. So uh, okay. as we, as I was listening to you, what I've noticed is when I've spoken to other walk-ins is that even though your higher conscious being or soul has walked into a body you still had to have an awakening process which I find really yes. interesting although it happened quite quickly like there's a memory there I think that you know like have you had Samuel Chong I think you've had Samuel Chong on your show the mm. tie of a prophecy haven't you no I haven't the tie of a prophecy anyway he talks about the, the two Jesuses and he talks about so he, he um He's talking about this French Australian guy that was taken to another planet and shown all this stuff. And he wrote a book called The Tire of a Prophecy and he left his uh -huh. body in 2018. And um, yeah. in the book, it, it talks about the two Jesuses. And it said that the, the Jesus that was born to Mary was the um, body was, was manipulated by the star family intelligence so that its DNA was activated so that he could be a highly evolved spiritual being but it still wasn't enough for him to have full memory of who we are as soul, as spirit, as God. And that Jesus became a prophet and a teacher that traveled the world. But then there was another Jesus that came down, that body was completely and entirely manipulated by this higher conscious race. And the reason it was so that that being, it was like a walk-in because he came down as a, a fully grown human being and his right. body was manipulated. So he had full conscious memory of who he is as spirit, as God, and hence he could do all the miracles that we see. So what I've noticed is that even though all of us are waking up, all of us, even walk-ins, still have to go through an awakening process and a remembering process. And as we do, then that shifts and changes our DNA, right? Yes, but it actually does. Yeah, because, you know, when we come in, one of the things they had to really make it simple for mm -hmm. me to be able to grasp the concept. So I, there was a point that I was like really concerned once I grasped the the gravity of being a walk-in is like, oh my God, did I kick the soul out of the body? What <laughs> happened? And they're like, no, 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 no. That's when they began to explain to me about uh, pre-birth plans or the fact that this soul really was ready to be released, that it, it just, it gotten off mission. It couldn't handle the life situation, the illnesses. And actually the illnesses were one of the catalysts to allow it to be able to leave because had I not stepped in, that body would have just expired. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, my, what they shared with me was, you know, everybody's familiar with the higher self, but the reality of it is the higher stuff that we think of is just part of an overall huge, much more grand. Yeah. But, you know, we have the individual essence of the soul that attaches, which is the personality of the lifetime. Then we have our spiritual bodies, which are, you know, out here. And they're about six feet all the way around, up and down, front and back. And then we have our, uh, the higher self stream that comes in. And that higher self stream is connected into what they told me was the Shantias Khan. And the Shantias Khan is kind of like, 
you know, you go to the grocery store, you're going camping, you put everything in there that you're going to need, right? And so that's what your Shantias Khan is, but it is like the cloud storage of all the information that you're going to need from this lifetime, because I'm firmly convinced that all of our choice points are also included within the Shantias Khan so that we can download anything and upload anything that we need. But from there, then you go up because you can like if this is your individual oversoul, then this can be like all different little shantius cons or think of an octopus with all those arms. And at the end would be a shantius con. Well, that is also those little arms are always your multidimensional experiences. Some mm -hmm. can be on other planets. Some can be on the same planet as you. Some can be in different dimensions. So mm -hmm. we can be having, you know, parallel lifetimes. We can be having different dimensions in a seventh density or a 12th density. You know, we can be having lots of different experiences. And then that individual oversoul is part of a soul family. And then all of the soul families kind of resonate together, connect in, and that makes a soul group which then goes into yet another oversoul, which is a higher oversoul, which then goes into a master oversoul, which then is part of that monadic experience with all the various templates of creation and blueprints. It's one of those blueprints. And then it's connected back into, you know, uh, mother, father, God, prime source creator. And so, you know, we never lose that connection. We just start coming down. And so when you have a um, a walk-in experience like I did, what happens is when this soul leaves, let's say before I ever came in, there's imprinting. So it's kind of like, you know, you end up, I use the analogy, you get a used car. So you don't know exactly what you're getting. Okay. And so there's lots of um, work that has to be done. There's lots of cellular clearing that has to take place. There's lots of healing that has to take place in the body and there's soul memory left over because your etheric temple, which go, or your template, which goes one inch all the way around the body holds all of your soul codes, as well as your physical genetic codes in those templates. When they come together, that's what creates the human form. So you already, you walk into a body that has a preset code from the genetics and cellular imprinting and energetic bodies from the old soul. Now, before you can ever incarnate, all of the spiritual bodies have to be switched out and the chakra system and the ley lines, everything has to be worked on. So even though it seems like it's just like that, there's some preparation that has to take place because a new operating system cannot function on an old spiritual body system, okay? So what happens is when that new soul comes in, then it imprints on the physical structure, okay? So like in my case, I agreed to take on, you know, karma of the other soul, come in, finish things up. That took me maybe 10 years to get through all of that, get the body healed, get the neurology of the brain rewired, get the physical body because being as sick as I was, because I'd been diagnosed bone cancer, brain tumor, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, you name it. I was like one foot in the grave, instantly was healed. When I went back to the doctor, they had no explanation, none. It's like, wow, this is 
great. We don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take it. Okay. So then I had to work to get my behavior from the old body cleared out. So instead of drinking Diet Mountain Dew every day, I had to start drinking some water. <laughs> and instead of eating McDonald's, I had to have some salads and I had to have some organic foods kind of feeding the cellular structure. So I began to clear not just the cellular structure, but the behavioral patterns. And so, you know, even today it's like, man, I got that all taken care of. And then there'll be a trigger and it's like uh, something will happen. I'm like, oh my God. And it's like, wait a minute. Now, why am I even upset? That has nothing. What? This is crazy. Why did I even respond that way? It's like, oh, yeah, a little bit of cellular clearing going on here. Yeah. So, you know, there and we all have that and because it's not just from this lifetime. It's from many, many, many lifetimes. When we come in, remember, everything is about grow, growing and experiencing, right? So if we have a soul wound, something that's happened, say, in the Pallades, or we got blew up in a ship in Lyra, or who knows what happened, but that'll imprint on our soul. And I have worked in, like, doing um, some of the readings and stuff that I do with people. One time I had a lady who was, um, she was holding information in her field from when she was a Native American elder and she was on the trail of tears and she became sick and ill and they left her. She just, people were dropping like flies, but they moved her off to the side, put her near a rock. And she knew mentally that, okay, this is what's going to happen. And, you know, I'm going to meet great spirit and blah, blah, blah. But when it came time, when she died, she was very angry. How could they have left me? How could they do that to me? So knowing something and experiencing is two different things. So when she came in, she still had that soul wound. She didn't trust people. She felt abandoned. There was a lot from that lifetime she came in that had been imprinted because when the soul came in, it was actually part of that soul template that then impregnates into the etheric template to make up the physical body. And so when a new aspect comes in, you begin to clear all of that. Plus now, if I have stuff that I need to clear, I get to do that too. And so it's, you know, it's always um, really a surprise (laughs) how how you're going to respond to things. Well, you know, I think that why I'm I'm talking about this is this awakening process is what the world is going through. And it's not like, it's not an overnight thing. As you said, it took you 10 10 years to work through some of the karmic stuff. And as I'm listening to you, like the abandonment thought form or the abandonment paradigm is like such a huge paradigm here on earth. Because in some ways, us coming into this dense uh, experience under the veil of forgetfulness or the river of oblivion, as Samuel Chong called it, is that like I feel abandoned from my source, from my God, from myself, from my soul. So that abandonment. So often the abandonment issue that we maybe have in this life, in past lives, in, you know, is we're working on it, not just clearing our own karma, but we're working on it because we're clearing that paradigm on this planet so that people can remember that even though we're going through this experience of density and forgetfulness, we've never, ever been abandoned. Like never, it's impossible that we could be abandoned right, by our right. source, right? Yeah. So it's a yeah. huge thought form, the unworthiness, 
the I'm not enough, the abandonment, they're huge thought forms that we're all working on. And like, as you said, you've spent years, 20 years clearing old karma from your DNA lineage and your past lives and maybe your kids' past lives and the collective and, but old stuff still comes up and, and we get caught in it. Like I've got caught in it this year and it might not even be ours. It might just be on the collective because if if that's not enough. Yeah. If that's not enough, then we get the ancestral DNA. You're right. A lot of us are green. It's like, what were we thinking when we took that on? Yeah, yeah. But as I yeah. listen to your story, Sheila, like uh, the consciousness that came into the body, even though you didn't remember who you were, was strong enough to heal the body miraculously. So what yes. that says to me is that healing can be as simple as shifting your consciousness. Like we get so caught up with what we have to do to heal our body and like all that stuff about changing diet and exercise and taking this herb and taking that and having this light therapy and having that past life regression. I mean, it's all a part of the journey, but just shifting and raising your vibe and shifting your consciousness. I've healed cancer and all manner of, I've healed hay fever just by in a moment, in a moment, like, how many years 20 odd years of hay fever and allergies and just bang gone by changing my mind and and yeah healing can be so easy if you choose it yeah right right yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. and you know it's talking about shifting um my guides when I worked with them you know I was like well tell me you know the densities and dimensions and you know what's that about and it's like well really none of that exists. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. And that's kind of a human construct, just so that we can have something to wrap our brains around. They said everything outside of this planet is 5D already. We're actually 5D before the false matrixing, which is a total topic in and of itself before that happened. And what we're doing is now going back into that original state of being, that 5D. Okay. And so I said, okay, so now we're talking densities. So what about the dimensions? And they told me a couple years ago, so yeah, you know, dimensions are kind of like road science. It's just to, to let you know that you've left one place and you're going to another. It's only a shift in your perspective. That's what a density is, a shift in your perspective. That's why we can all be having a third density experience together, but some people hold 5D uh, perspective. Some people hold a 12D, some people hold a 10. The trick is to hold it all the time. You know, that's the trick because we're still in this human form. Life's going to happen. So we we go up in our consciousness and we go down and we go up and we go down. We're kind of like a little spiritual yo-yo. And so what happens is when we're able to hold that frequency, when humanity is able to hold that frequency together, then we shift over like we can all shift over to 5D together. And then we'll know that we're in 5D, but we we still will have experience like this is solid because we've all shifted at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, sorry, I, I was just checking the um, I was just checking the um, messages on on where, where, where did you go? I lost you. Replace spotlight, add spotlight. There you are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so what you're doing with the Conscious Awakening Network, Galactic Alliance, the Cosmic Conversations is is helping people on this journey of awakening because it 
it is a it is a wild ride, right, everyone? It's a wild ride. I mean, some people have uh, abilities other than, but but the thing is that we all have the possibility, probability of having all the abilities and experiences that we've ever watched on other shows and other people. We've all got that within us, but how do we find that? How do we let go of, of the perspective and the thought forms and the belief systems and the conditioning that makes us think that we can't do it, we're not worthy? Like when I teach people about psychic awareness, you know, like you don't have to do a whole course. It's just all you need to shift is from I'm not psychic to I am psychic, bang. It's just a perspective, right, that gives you an experience. Just a perspective. perspective. But before we get into CAN, because I want to explore CAN and all the things, because there's amazing things happening on the Conscious Awakening Network that we're going to explore, you've been holding these Cosmic Conversations and Conscious Awakening series for a couple of years now, and you've had some amazing guests on your show like twice a week. So what are some of the things that have been coming out through your guests that have been blowing your mind? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I love hearing people's perspectives. I love the way that they themselves share and, you know, express themselves, how they are moving through this 3D reality. I think more than anything, I'm always in awe of how people are walking their walk. You know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, some people are doing astrology, some people come in talking about, you know, um, how we can all raise our vibration. I mean, we have people talking about everything, every, every topic under the sun, and I love them all. And one time somebody said, so which one, who's your favorite speaker? And I'm like, everybody, because Everybody comes with such integrity. Everybody has such a heartwarming story. I don't think I've ever had a speaker on that I haven't just been like, wow, that is so phenomenal. You know, I mean, I love everything. But of course, a lot of people are talking about the ascension. People are talking about the shifts that are going on in the planet. People are talking about being able to release and let go of this old programming that we have. And if if we have a common theme, that that would be what it is. You know, how do we move together, you know, as a unified, cohesive society into these higher vibrations and there's so many ways to do it, you know, and like Karin, when you were on the other night and you did that Pona with people, they loved it. You know, it was just it was beautiful. It was a great expression and it gave people the opportunity to drop in and, and really to take an assessment of themselves. And I think that's kind of what we're all being called to do right now is to take an assessment. You know, what do we need? to release what do we need to let go of and release literally is something as simple as like okay I'm done and that's it you know if we focus on the now moment if we focus on the future and leave the past in the past then we don't have a lot of these trauma dramas they're they're gone because that's in the past You know, if you're focusing every day on the now moment, what do I have to do next? Where am I going? Who am I seeing? How am I living? Blah, blah. What am I eating? All those kinds of things. And you're focusing on tomorrow. 
You don't have time to worry about, oh man, did you see the way that person looked at me? I wonder if I upset them. The reality of it is if you did, they're, they're going to let you know. And if they don't let you know, then that's okay. Yeah. Then they have that. That's their deal. You know, so I, you know, one of the biggest things that I think that when I'm working with people, there's a whole sector that's still concerned about how other people perceive them and how they have yep. to live up to other people's expectations yep. and how it's difficult to release that and to have their own lives because they're so caught up in the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Yeah. And those are the things we just need to release. Yeah. And I think that more and more people are starting to do that because more and more people are bringing it up. And if more and more people are bringing it up, that means that it is a trigger for society as a whole to be able to release and let go. And as far as triggers go, if you have something triggering you in your life, that's an opportunity for healing. And yeah. if it's a person that's triggering you, you can drop into gratitude for them because probably on the other side, they agreed that they would help you overcome X, Y, and Z by bringing up these triggers. Because if you are triggered, there's something that needs to be healed. And so if you can look at life that way, as everyone that crosses your path is a potential teacher, And ask yourself, what's the lesson that you're learning and focus on the now moment and moving forward? I think everything else sort of takes care of itself. Maybe that's kind of a a Pollyannish sort of, you know, comment to make, but I have found that it works for me and I'm really no different than anybody else. Yeah, I did have a walk-in experience, but we're all here having a human experience. So I'm having a human experience just like everybody else is. Absolutely. It says in the book's conversation of God, what I think you think of me is none of my business. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Shirley up I there. love that. What I think you think of me is not because the thing is that we come up with what we think people are thinking of us. Absolutely. And Absolutely. it's usually that, you know, they give us a bad look or, you know, they're rude to us or something. They're having a bad day. They've had a fight with their yeah. boss or their husband or their wife or their partner or something. And then we make it all about us. Oh, what did I yeah. do to upset you? I know. What have I done wrong? But it is good to, you know, be kind and beautiful and generous. So the CAN network is for people on because the world is awakening massively. In the last few years, we've had the, because I've been doing this for years, you know, 25 years, speaking to New World teachers and having these Ascension conversations. When I was in my 30s and 40s and even 50s, actually, I was thinking, you know, we're all talking about this stuff, but nothing's happening. Like the world really isn't awakening. There's this tiny group of people that are having these conversations. But in the last few years, you can't say that there has been this mass right. awakening. So your guide saying, go bigger, go bigger, go bigger. It is for this time. Like I've Absolutely. had many, many people on my show who are in their seventies now that when they were kids, they were given messages by the ETs or the angels or the galactic family about a time where earth is at a precipice of choice where we could the earth could be destroyed by climate change Um, and they were shown many of them this horrendous probable futures and um, but they said it's up to the light workers on the planet who are coming in in their hundreds of thousands millions blanketing this earth with new consciousness it's up to them to do their work 
to shift the perspective, to shift the thought forms. And when I put on Peace Day in 2014, the thing that that stuck in my mind the most was the saying that the people that want to affect peace have to be as organized as the people who create war. And the light weavers workers haven't been like that means coming together and supporting each other and being organized and, and Sheila right. that's what you're doing right that's what you're doing with the conscious awakening network right. you're bringing light workers together podcast shows and teachers and singers and artists and musicians right. bringing everyone together that's that shifting frequency through different you know different ways healers Let's go into the can. What can people find on Conscious Awakening Network okay. and Hold what does it offer us? And- oh, just before I do that, I do want to make one comment. Um, there's a lot of people right now that are calling me and say, I think I'm a walk-in because da 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 And I just want to say to everybody out there, what's happening right now in mass is the fact that everybody's been doing such high spiritual work that they're already changing the frequency of their bodies and so they're able to hold higher and higher frequencies so more of people's higher selves are coming in i just wanted to throw that out because a lot of people will ask me about that and that's one of the things i find uh, that's happening right now plus we also have to remember we could have been born a star seed. We don't have to have a walk in, although there are walk ins that come in directly from another planet, collectives, dimensions, etc. But a lot of people are born with these multi dimensional layered souls. And at certain points in their life, different aspects will activate. Like there could be an Arcturian aspect, there could be a um, 10th dimension aspect, there could be, you know, a Palladian aspect that comes online because we've had all these experiences in our lifetime. But the walk-ins that are coming in now pretty much are remembering everything that's going on. I have been surprised. They're like, I'm a walk-in. I need to talk to you. This is happening. You know, I was told to get a hold of you, blah, blah, blah. So even like now on September the 15th, I'll be sending out letters to people. We're going to have a walk-in meeting to organize because there's so many boots on the ground now. And that's why you have star seeds also to help hold a certain vibrational frequency for the planet. So sorry about that. I just had to throw that in. I just wanted people to know. So if they're waking up, that could be why they're they're being activated. Okay. You've been you've been like a sleeper spy, but now you're getting activated. So, all right, here we go. I want to share my screen. Okay, this is our new website for the Conscious Awakening Network. Now, before we were only a streaming media site, and I'll talk about all of these wonderful things. But this is the new look that we have. You can go down through here. We talk a little bit about you know our new focus is on awakening the universe within, letting people know that, you know, you already have all these great tools inside of you. You know, let us just help you discover those. You can access our topics, our channels, and our host from here. You can also come down and sign up to be on our mailing list. If you want to go straight to the streaming media, you can click here. Our music content, let me just click on that real quick. 
we have some phenomenal artists. So if you want to just sit and listen, you know, to music, you can do that. You can just click on, let's see, here's one. We have everything under the sun. And all of these have phenomenal, phenomenal lyrics with them. Okay, so back on the home screen once more, you can keep scrolling down and then you learn about our new multi-dimensional store that we've put in place. Okay, but now if we go back to the top, the next segment that we have is all about our streaming media. We can click on that and it'll take us to a home page, which I can do. I'll just do that real quick. It opens up to our video. So if people aren't really familiar with the Conscious Awakening Network, it'll start to play. I don't know what I opened there. Okay, but you can also scroll down and hit some of Oh, that's my radio. I've got like three different things open here. Sorry about that, guys. So anyway, you can go to the streaming media and you can go down through, or if you want to know who the hosts are, you can just click here and you'll see who all of the various hosts are that we have. You can also go back up to the top. You can hear anything like with our channels. So it's every person that we have has their own channel. So you can scroll down. We can only put we thought about putting everybody on one page, but it works easier just to have the clicks. Come on. When the guys are working on this, ah, who is this lady? Let's see who's on APP Media. So here's some of the ones you have up. I sent Mac an email. He, there, the team will be working on getting all the new ones uploaded. So you'll be able to go down through and check out some of the videos that Karen has sent in for people to watch as well. Or if you're interested in just a specific topic, you can kind of scroll through. And, oh, let's see what's the ufology and extraterrestrial. Bam. All the videos relating to that subject will pop up. Okay. We have probably 500 videos on here now. The other thing is you can go to live TV. Now, if someone is podcasting and they're streaming live, all you have to do is click the button and then you can watch it right here. We also have the phone apps. If you have not downloaded your phone app, run to your store and do that. It's all free of charge. Then you can listen to anything you want to on your phones. It's, it's in your Google Play, the Android, the Apple, you know, everything you can find. Uh, and just Conscious Awakening Network, be sure to give us five stars. Tell us how wonderful the app is. You know, that just kind of helps us in our rankings there. But you can also go to our podcasting. Now, we have a plethora of podcasts. So you can listen to us on Apple. You can do Google, Podbean, Spotify, you name it, all the way out through here. Or you can just scroll down and you can listen to what's the newest. 
that's come up. So this is just a plethora of everything. These were updated like three days ago. So you can go in and listen to anybody that you'd like here as well. And you can hear it on your favorite podcasting stream. You can also follow us. You can watch us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, whatever. You click home, takes you back to our, takes you right back to where you started. But watch this one. This is our newest, one of our newest platforms. This is our internet radio. I'm going to go ahead and turn these off. And so um, you can listen to that in the background. You can keep it going. This, when you have a program schedule, it will show you who's coming up. The company that we're working with, I've asked them if they'd go ahead and put this in our regular time zone. They've said yes, but, you know, we're waiting on a company to do that. Uh, this will tell you who's coming up next on CAN as far as paid events go. Uh, you can even have a chat with somebody that's online right here. This is two of our videos. One just tells you about the Conscious Awakening Network. This one tells you about Spacebook, which I'm going to tell you about in a moment. And we have some news items over here okay if you guys run across any great news items you can always send them to me and we'll pop them in here as well so you can go back home and then you can move on to the next thing and then of course if you hit music of our i couldn't wait so i had to show you that you can access it two places home screen and right here this now has all of our events and programs so instead of having a regular calendar of event, we wanted to do something a little bit more creative. So we put our paid events up front, but now you can go down and, oh, who's on Monday? Oh yeah, who's Tuesday? Who's Wednesday? You know, you can go down through here and find out what shows are playing. And then, you know, you can also register again. We have our little register button pretty much everywhere. The next section that we now have is our marketplace. Now, in our marketplace, we literally have just made this live. We're still hooking up our, our um, payment platforms and stuff, but we're using my book as an example. So you can go to books. When you go to books, it'll pull up whatever's in that section. If you click on it, you know, you can add it to the chart. You click on the book itself. It'll give you just a little bit more information about it. It'll give you a description. Don, we need to get your book on here. So, you know, there's a lot that is coming for the store just in time for your Christmas shopping. Conscious shopping is what I call it. <laughs> and you never have to leave home. Uh, you can also go over to what's called Can Learn. We are in the process and hopefully by the end of the month, fingers crossed people, we will have this up. This will be very similar to Teachable. It'll be very similar to uh, Udemy for those people who are familiar with those platforms. And this is where people can upload any of the courses that you have that you want to share with people. So you can do that right here. This is something now that's new that we're, you know, we're still working out the bugs with this, but this is called Spacebook. So many people have said that they are frustrated with the fact that they go onto Spacebook and there's all the rhetoric or they have to be careful what they say, blah, blah, blah. Well, now we have our own platform. And so if you click on your profile, 
you can, you've got your banner, you've got this, you can go in and put as much information about, you can put photos, notes, you know, if you've got forms that you want to share with people, messages, you can have your own groups and develop your own friends in a very contained environment, okay? So this is an ad, nothing me and Canva can't do. So this was an ad that I just developed for the Conscious Awakening Network radio station. And this using our theme, the universe at your fingertips. Okay, you can scroll through here. We're like, I'm following 16 people. If you're like, I don't know how in the world I can find people, you're just going to hit this search. And then the people that are on will just pop up. Okay, we already have three pages worth, so I'm excited about that. Uh, you can go to your groups and everything. And then we also have our another new section. We've been doing this for a while, but we just decided to make it more formal. This is things that we're already offering, like our business services. We have IT services. Uh, we're working on developing two websites right now. We have media operations. We can do everything from developing your logos or ads. So if somebody has an event coming up and they need some help, we can do all of that for people. We can even host their virtual event on CAN. We also have digital marketing that we do for people. We have a lot of people we're working with on their SEOs for their websites and really trying to get their Facebook and their YouTube channels out there. So there's, you know, we have those kinds of programs. We also have a film department now. And so I've got one crew that I've been calling. I'm kind of interviewing with another crew. And my idea is I, you know, I verify all these people who are interested in providing these services. And then when someone has an event, if it's in the East, I'm not going to get a hold of well, a mic, but the film crew that I've got down in Crestone, I'm not going to send them out to the East. I may get a hold of somebody that's in New York or Michigan or whoever is signed up to be part of this film department. And so we have an event. Actually, we're going down to the Sunfire Festival next weekend down in near Aztec, New Mexico, and we're going to be filming that event and we'll be be, uh, developing uh, little different segments of all the different workshops, etc. So this can be anything from a festival to a large event to a music festival, you name it. Oh, this is my favorite, the virtual assistants. I love them. I don't know about you guys, but I never have enough time to do everything I need. And here we have a virtual assistant that you can just tell them exactly what you need. These are already people that are highly vetted. So we would never give someone or assign anybody to a job. That's why we have different teams, you know, from Switzerland to India to Canada, you name it. We've got them everywhere, okay? We also have what's called Awakening Publishing. We have our own publishing company now, and we're actually in the process of working on developing some oracle cards for a lady, and then we've got a couple book projects people are talking to us about. Accounting, I hate accounting. So 
this is wonderful. You know, you can have somebody, they can balance your checkbook, set up your QuickBooks. They can get everything ready for you. And, you know, you just tell them what you need and they're right there to help you. And so um, if people are interested in these services, all they have to do, they'll get a hold of me. I'll sit down and talk to them to make sure I understand what is going on. I'll talk to the team. We'll all talk together and then we'll find someone. We'll give a quote for the job and then find someone to make that happen. So this is kind of, you know, can is growing. Uh, there's so many new things. And we've got, like I said, two other projects that we're going to be working on. And then I think that the can itself, other than adding maybe a few business services, um, will be complete with that process. So I'm really excited uh, the direction that it's taking. I'm excited about the people that are involved. Our numbers, you know, last year this time, we weren't even we weren't even launched. And even since we launched, like I said, I had to hire whole new teams. Everything now I own, every app that's made, it's not a pre-canned, we've built from scratch and I've had people who are coding this stuff. And so it's been a tedious process, but I don't have to worry about someone saying, okay, now I'm going to um, double your fees because there's a new upgrade coming down the system, you know, so now we can take care of all that stuff in-house and we have, you know, some of the fastest servers that are out there. So that's, that's kind of where we are with CAN. Amazing. Amazing. So it's, it's a resource center for not just people awakening, wanting to find content and teachers and mentors mm -hmm. and information. It's also for people that are coming into their, uh, mandate their dharma what's the word I'm looking for as a teacher maybe they don't know how that looks so it's a resource for them to help them get if they've got content to help them get content out either uh, I think you've got artists on there too you didn't show the artists like uh, we don't have the artisan section up yet but we okay. will and so we're hoping you know one of the things I'm trying to do is you know um if musicians, they have some free stuff, but then they can also put their CDs on for sale. And artisans, I'm trying, most people are like, yeah, I just want to get my art out there. It's like, but you also need to be paid for your art. And so I'm trying to encourage them to, to put that in the store area yeah. for people. But if you go to the Galactic Alliance, we have art up there yeah. that you can see. And that's the galacticalliance.org. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this this concept I've been playing with for years and I've heard other people playing with it as well. Like I had this uh, three-hour meeting with a guy, an Australian guy that was given the download from his galactic guides. After he retired, he was a very successful businessman. Don't ask me his name. I haven't got it right here with me at the moment. That was given the, um, you know, you have to create this online platform to bring the Lightworkers together and it's got to have this, 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 this. What he managed to do is put up an online magazine and that's basically where he stopped because it costed him so much money and time and resources he just got, he got burnt out like he just got burnt out so we can get these amazing downloads about what to do but then implementing them is easier said than done so how right. do you manage to do this i think that it's I, it is not me 
If it were me, I'd still be sleeping in my bed instead of being up at four and five o'clock in the morning, meeting with my teams all over the world. No, it's my guides. They're the ones, you know, my collective said, this is what we want done. And I'm said, great, have at it. I'll be the vessel. I'll do the work. You tell me what to do. And they have, you know, after I started this program, and I started bringing on different people and uploading the videos. It's like, oh, my God, there is no way I can have my healing business and do my long distance stuff and do all of this stuff myself. I just can't. So you guys need to give me some help. Two days later, the guy that now is my project manager accidentally sent me an email. It was supposed to go to a different Sheila. He went down through and it was from someone he was working with and they had interviewed me. He got my stuff, accidentally sent it to me and I sent a letter back and I said, you know, I just want to let you know this letter, I am Sheila, but you sent it to the wrong Sheila. But the stuff you said in there, I'd love to have a conversation with you because maybe you can point me in the right direction. And I got in with this guy. And then the next thing I've found out about other teams and blah, blah. And he coordinates everything for me. You know, I also had a student who said, you know, I've got this great skill set if you ever need any extra help. So I hired her to help me, you know, a few hours a month. And so my team is really growing, but it's not me. They're draw. I mean, this lady that came to me, you know, she's a grant writer. She's, she's got all this advertising experience, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, yeah, I can use your help, you know. And so spirit literally is dropping and opening doors. And all I have to do when they tell me I move on it. I don't sit and think, yeah, I need to do it, but I don't know. You know, it's like, okay, done. I'm doing it. And one time I told him, I said, okay, after I get this launched and after I get my other book ready, finished that I've been working on now, but then you gave me this project. Once I get that done, I'm going to take off for about a year. And literally as clear as day, like us talking, they're like, what? You think you're here on vacation? No, no. You can have some time off, but you're not taking years off. I mean, I, you know, when I came in, I literally came in with a very specific mandate. I didn't come here for a vacation. You know, when I came in as a walk-in, I knew immediately that there was something I had to do. Yeah. And I didn't know what that was, but I felt it every fiber of my being. And then as I became more acquainted with my team and as I began to work with them and they began to reveal themselves to me because I am part of a collective and they still were very much attached. And so information is constantly coming and going all the time. Um, but they I just kind of step aside and let them do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. But you know what? All this costs money too. How are you um, finding the money to, because, you know, you are charging people to put their content on. And I think that the people that are initially paying you to put their content on are really the founders um, supporting Mm -hmm. financially getting this up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's are. probably there's probably other ways to make money like with the courses and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know and this and right. having a 
you know, having a, a sales outlet, a, a, you know, a shop and all that thing. And uh, but yeah, the, eventually I would like to pay people to put their content on instead well, of having people or, to pay. Hey, and that, you know, or the just fees, let them put their content on free like we can on other platforms. Yeah. But I, I see the people that are supporting you financially are the founders in the this. The well, support. also I have I. I mean, I literally have people that just write me checks and say, hey, wow. I want to sponsor this. I'll say, hey, you know, we, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll be talking to my client and I'll say, hey, we, man, I can't wait, you know, because they listen to cans like, yeah, listen to Spotify when I'm working out. And I'm like, yeah. that is so cool. And they'll say, um, you know, I'd like to help you with this. Can, yeah. can I contribute to, could you need, you, you want some money? So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Are you being called to give me money? There Are you being go. called to be a donor? And I have had quite a few donors just to show up and say, hey, we we support what you're doing. And they're just giving me money. Yep. To that's, do that's it. That's it. And that's, that's spirit. It. That's not there's no way that I could have done this myself. I mean, initially, I got it up and going. I paid for everything out of pocket. I have paid, you know, for the upgrades. But like one person, when they heard that I was working on getting X, Y, and Z. And it's like, okay, we want to do this in December and we're going to do this in January. They're like, well, what's taking you so long? It's like, well, you know, it takes money to pay people to build the stuff. And they're like, well, what are you looking at? You know, and I said, and they're like, well, here, I'll just write you a check. I'm like, what? And so, I mean, this is spirit. You know, this, this is, this is my collective's mission this is what they're doing and we came here to do this and you guys just don't know how how relieved I am that it doesn't have to be just me doing it (laughs) because at first it's like go bigger go bigger and I'm like you can only stretch so much that that's the that's the as I've seen people who have started um, conscious platforms and events and all sorts of things. Because I can't tell you, Sheila, over the years, how many people I've seen with bright ideas that implement them that fall down. Ego gets in the way. Money gets in the way. Money, yeah. money, money, money. They spend their money. They're not making enough money. Like it's always the money story. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, let's not let money get right. in the way of expanding consciousness. You know, like right. it's that it's that trust and that faith. Like this man I was telling you about, who was given the mandate after he retired, he spent a couple of hundred thousand and then he burnt out because he was thinking, I have to do it all. I have to pay for it all. And every and he had a lot of people volunteering for free, which I kind of think was a mistake. If you've got technical people volunteering their time, I think you need to, they need to be paid. I think technical mm-hmm. people need to be paid. Like you pay your Absolutely. tech guys. Uh, there are people that can do stuff for free, but some people need to be paid. Yeah. That, oh, absolutely. So, all I, my people are paid. Right. Yeah. And I think yeah, I that pay all my people. I think that's, that's, yeah, you've got to honor them. Like the way we honor people's work usually on this planet is with right. money, 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 money. And the money shows up. The money, the money shows, shows up. up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, oh, I don't really have time. Do it. I do it. Money comes in. It's like, oh, now I can do this. I can do right. that, you know. And so they, they've they created the pathway. The thing is, I just have to listen and I have to get out of the way and let them do it. Yeah. Yeah. I get in the way. It's like, I don't know. I don't think this will work because da, da, da. And then there's this and there's that. And have I considered this? And, ha- and they told me, they're like, look, do you want us to do this? Or are you going to second guess everything? And I'm like, have at it. 
And I have gotten out of the way 100%. And, you know, this is, this is their project. Um, So what would you like to say to people who are listening to this? Like, how would you like people to participate apart from, you know, going on the apps and watching the content uh, Mm -hmm. and sharing the content and spreading the word about, you know, about CAN, Conscious Awakening? What else would you like to say to people? How would you like people to participate in the network? Yeah, I mean, as far as people participating, if they've got courses, if they have products that they want to get out there, because, you know, we've gone from a zero platform to about 60,000 a month, people watching our videos, listening to us, watching us on YouTube. I mean, our YouTube went up. I mean, we're almost like at 6,500 people. And it's like, where did they come from? You know, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And so if you have a voice and it needs to be heard, get a hold of me because we'll make sure that it gets heard. I really, I really believe that everyone um, has a voice and that everyone deserves to be heard. Now, not everybody is called to produce videos and not everybody is called for this, that, and the other. But if you have workshops, that you're looking for platforms. You know, if you need help with your business, getting it up and going. If you need, if you're an artist and you're looking for a home, if you're a musician, you know, get a hold of us. Our radio station, we just started it this month and we've already had 3,500 listens. That means people stopping and listening to it for the content and going through the songs. It's not Oh, somebody clicked on it and they clicked off. It's people actually listening. And so, you know, the voice is getting out. We're being heard. And if you're looking for a home to be heard, you know, give us a call. And we'll, you know, be happy to talk to you about it. And also, the other thing is I always let people know that people are like, well, that's really easy for you. You got this collective and you got doors opening. It's like, yeah, but that's because I'm listening. You know, we all have to learn how to stop and listen. And I was told a long time ago, it's hard to hear that voice when we're in chaos. Mm -hmm. So stopping and listening to that still little voice and acting on it, you know, not second guessing it like me, (laughs) you know, I've, I've, I've had to learn this stuff the hard way. So, you know, act on it, listen, move forward, get the doubt out of the way. I have no doubt that everything they're showing me is going to come to fruition. And when I have no doubt, then that resonates a frequency in my body. And then that opens doors just because of the frequency resonance, but it's because they are wanting it done and I'm listening. I'm not, oh my gosh, you know, well, what about this? And what about that? You know, I just do it. I've learned just to do it. So instead of just go bigger, it's like, just do it. And that's what I'll say to everybody. Just do it. If you're given an idea, act on it. If you're given a thought, process it, you know, just do it. Just do it. Yes, absolutely dying one. Well, I haven't got any questions. There's no, it doesn't seem to be any questions. Does anyone have any questions? In the group or on the live streams, I think we've covered it. So we might cool. we might end it. Let me have a look on Facey. I want to know a little bit more about Spacebook because I think Spacebook's really cool. I was having a conversation with somebody about different social media platforms and then the next day uh, you, you sent me the thing about Spacebook and I thought, God, isn't that synchronistic? Here we were talking about um 
the sort of limitations of these social media platforms and and uh, but uh, I sent you a query about because what I've noticed with other social media platforms cropping up, especially over the last couple of years because of censorship that's been happening around the globe, is that they're clunky, they don't work very well, and ultimately they fail. <laughs> like I was on one and I connected to a few hundred people and then it just disappeared overnight. And I sent them a message saying, what happened to it? They said, oh, yeah, you know, it just disappeared. Well, a lot overnight. of it's funding. It's that funding, but we built ours. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we don't, once we do the work, we don't have to, to go back and do it again. We may enhance it and that kind of thing. But I also have a team that makes a difference. You know, people build it and then it just sits there and they think that's great. They hire somebody to build it. But everything I do is maintained daily. Everything. Yeah. We can't afford to go down. You know, the one the one of the biggest problems, I was just on MeWe, which is a social media platform that I joined a few years ago that I just uh -huh. don't use. I just don't use it. I don't know why, but I don't use it. But I looked on it and they've got a new thing where they say, you now don't need to approve your friends. If you just create a public platform, anyone can be your friend in an instant. You don't have to approve them. And I'm like, that's all will and good. But what I get on all social media is, unbelievable amounts of spam and what it looks like and I want to say this because a lot of people who are friends of mine the only reason that they can send me a friend request is they need to be friend with another is they fall for it so they put up a fake photograph of somebody they look at your demographic how old you are they look at what you're interested in classically they'll be it'll be a, a semi good looking a good looking man around my age he will have puppies or a dog or children or flowers mm -hmm. I mean, it's hilarious. He will be an engineer or an architect or in the military. It is classic, classic, classic. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the um, on on Facebook, if it wasn't for the privacy settings, I would have hundreds more than I get at the moment. But when you open it up and there's no privacy settings, the spam because there is literally bots that go out into the internet and look for people to con. You know, like they they create fake. Um, personalities and then they give you their sob story my wife just died and I can't pay my rent can you send me some money and they're like teenagers in Uganda or somewhere in the Philippines you know there are there are mountains there are businesses that rely on this so how is Facebook going to deal with the spam the fake accounts well, hopefully we're not going to get the fake accounts because of all the security measures that we have in place, because the teams that I'm working with, they're well aware when they build these platforms, what's out there and what could be coming. And so we already have, you know, a lot of anti-spamming and that kind of stuff already in place. Yeah. And these guys are at the top of the tech, you know the tech wheel, if you will, so they know what's going on and they can keep us apprised. And I am so grateful every day for the people that have, you know, levitated to this project and that, you know, we have. And sometimes I might just work with one person, you know, once a month and their job is to do nothing but go in and clear out the cash, go in and make sure there's nothing have been inputted in and well actually that takes place every week but you know those kinds of things so uh, we've got people that are like on the go and we have I can't talk about what kind we have but we have security in place that um 
if it if there are certain things that happen, our system will just go yeah. and it'll go like to sleep until the tech team gets in there and reboots everything. So yeah. we've got so much security in place. And I just learned that the hard way from the other one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. cool. So if people are looking for conscious um conscious connections, conscious uh groups and yeah. um and teachers and stuff so that they can join Spacebook and and you'll know that everyone on there will be awakened at some, you know, in some yeah. area. But like what are you interested in? Are you are you interested in um you know DNA repatterning? Are you interested in UFOs, galactic family, channeling, starseed, you know, like you can just you can just check out the different intents and and uh, and be a friend right. or join groups or but it'll be all conscious unlike facebook or other social medias where you've got to wade through people exactly. that, that are talking about everything everything yeah. everything everything yeah it's a, it's a conscious content platform and you know we don't intend to um have buzzwords that if people use that they're automatically kicked off. But if we do see someone who's putting up inappropriate content, they will be contacted. And so we've got one person that just does nothing but, you know, make sure that we're looking at conscious content because that's yeah. what it's about. We don't want, you know, the rhetoric and we don't want people to be bullied. And we, you know, that's not what we're about. We're about conscious content plus you know, we've already set a light perimeter around it. So yeah, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Yeah. Yeah. The vibe will attract the tribe. Yeah. You've got to trust in that. You've got to trust in that. Yeah. Dying one. It's amazing. And I hope people uh, have, you know, join up and yeah. <laughs> check it out. Cause uh, I, I we, down here in Australia, we don't get Roku and, and those streaming platforms. So I can't check it out on those streaming platforms. I'd love any input if people have been watching the shows on those streaming platforms. I mean, it'd be great to see it also on places like Netflix and all the bigger streaming platforms. Oh, I know, but those time. are individual shows. Yeah, those are all individuals. But the places that have the apps, like um, check out Android TV, Apple TV, you know, if you have those, you can check it out. But we also, because there's a whole segment that's getting away from the television. And at first it's like, man, we got to do the TV, 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 because that's the approach that was given to me. But it's like, yeah, you can watch some of these interviews on the big screen if you want to, but you can also watch it on your phone. So we have to make sure that the quality on the phone is as much as it's going to be on an 80 inch screen TV. So one of the things that we do is always download the videos, upload all of our HD and surround sound and, you know, everything on it to make sure that it's the highest quality possible. Yeah. Cool. Well, I don't see any questions from anyone. So we might end it there. Anything else you'd like to say before we go, Sheila? Because I know you've got another meeting in a minute. Right. No, I just, you know, I thank everybody for watching and, you know, please check out the Conscious Awakening Network, download our apps, give us five stars, you know, and uh, really take advantage of it. Find people that resonate with you. Listen to the music, you know, nothing better than you're having a bad day and you kick on some music and, and listen, you know, we've got a lot of what I'd call spiritual rap music on there too, where people are just kind of, you know, they're sharing their day, they're telling what's going on and it's really uplifting. There's so much great music on there. 
Cool. So thank you guys. Ha- have you got Fire Tribe on there? It's Brandon. I do. Fire Tribe, yeah. yeah. So if you if you want that music, well, I mean, you can find them on all, all sorts of platforms, but that music, that um, Solfeggio, the 369 frequency, uh-huh. different frequencies. That yeah, yeah, I had them on the show, and I said, "What are, what can you use the frequencies for?" And I think Mick said, "You know, if I want to astral travel at night and remember my yeah. experiences, I'll put on this certain frequency, and that'll help me have that experience and come back into the body and remember." And I'm like, "Yeah, cool. yeah." So yeah. we can use music not just for entertainment; we can use it for healing and astral traveling and to expand psychic abilities and many things we can do with sound 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 thanks again darling one thank you i appreciate it thanks everybody